יש עניין שהתהפך, הכל לתודה. מצווה גדולה להיות מסירת תמיד. מצווה גדולה להיות מסירת תמיד. אם אתה מאמין שיכולים לקלקל, תשמע את הדיסק, תפסיק להתבגר. אתה מאמין שיכולים לקלקל, תגיד תודה והכל יתעדכן. איזה טוב השם, איזה טוב השם, איזה טוב, איזה טוב, איזה טוב השם. כמה טוב השם, כמה טוב השם, כמה טוב, כמה טוב, כמה טוב השם. תודה רבה לך, השם יתברך, על האמונה שאתה נותן לנו. תודה רבה לך, השם יתברך, על האמונה שאתה נותן לנו. איזה טוב השם, איזה טוב השם, כמה טוב, כמה טוב, כמה טוב השם. איזה טוב השם, איזה טוב השם, כמה טוב, כמה טוב, כמה טוב השם. תודה רבה לך, השם יתברך, על כל תודה שאני זוכה לומר לך. תודה רבה לך, השם יתברך, על כל תודה שאני זוכה לומר לך. trying to promote the love between us and the love to ourselves and love to our Creator. This is the, the all, uh, our aim and purpose being here and Bezat Hashem, we're trying to do something. I know that uh, it's a very strange weather, by the, by the way. It's, 
like a, a springtime almost, Baruch Hashem, in the last uh, week, it's a, all the months, it seems like it's such a beautiful, beautiful weather, not typical to this uh, time of year. But the only thing that we have to say, thanks to Kadosh Baruch Hu, thanks to Borei Olam that give us this uh, break from uh, the cold weather. I want to say that, uh, as usual, we're starting the show, Le'ilu Nishmat, Menachem Perlman, Yossi Piamenta, the Sassoon, Sassoon boys and girls, Ilan Bat Gila, David Ben Gila, Rivka Bat Gila, Yishua Ben Gila, Moshe Ben Gila, Sarah Bat Gila, and Yaakov Ben Gila, and all the other people that nobody say Kaddish on them, and uh, all the Tzadikim, that Niftar Ma'olam, Tiyin Shmatam Tzora V'Tzoraim, and hopefully they Lemelamdim Zchut upon us on this crazy, difficult time that we are right now in experience amazing amazing time but I don't think that in our history uh, we we have something that compared to this kind of time my <coughs> and also I want to say for Ashlemak And Mazal Tov to call the people that celebrating Bar Mitzvot, Britot, Oledat Ben, Oledat Girl, you know, girls, Chatunot, uh, engagement, whatever. Just, just be happy and to always be bismachot in happy time. And this is the world our, was it, hope always be bismach. You know, in the last uh, few years, or basically we're repeating ourselves almost, I, I repeat myself almost every year, every, every week, about what, what's going on here. And uh, it's, it's really amazing what's, what we have a correlation always between the Torah segment and uh, what's going on in the world. How it's working, and you had you had all the the speeches. If you listen to the radio, you listen to so many many shurims, so so many lectures and lessons about the parashat shavua, the segment of the Torah, and what's going on. And <coughs> one thing that I, I want to discuss it because you know as. As somehow, somehow become a little bit uh, famous, <laughs> I don't know how to, to call it, you know. So people approach us, uh, me and my wife, you know, different questions that uh, need really to be uh, lighted up and talking about it. It's, it's very, very, very... Uh, funny, sad, whatever you call it, you know, strange that people come to to us. And I'm happy that people can uh, approach us and getting uh, some kind of, hopefully they get some answer to the question, even if they uh, are, some, some they don't agree with with our, uh, with my or my wife uh, approach. 
So one, one thing that I really want to talk about is uh, it's the matter that is bother a lot, a lot of people in, in our community. And uh, this is the, the kids' education and the shiduchim. And all together, so what, what, what is this bundle or package that's coming with all this stuff? It's, uh, and some lady approached us. And with, with the question about a, a, a son that is uh, dating a Jewish lady, and what, what, but she's not so religious. Quote, she, see, her mother doesn't cover the air, and you know, the family is not so religious. And the question, like, if, if the father is as a black hat. And I, I was I was very stunned from this question because I, I, I know the family, I know the family that asking the question, and I asked ask the lady, I said, lady, can I ask you where your son met this girl, this lady? And the answer was in a, in a, in a gym. So I was, I, and I start laughing because, what, first of all, if you are so concerned about this, and I, I understand, I understand this point of view that uh, expecting from your daughter-in-law to be a Robinson, and a, but. Are you expecting for your son to be a rabbi? Are you expecting for your your son to be a blackhead? Is it why not? Why 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 you went to a gym, college gym? I don't blame not the son, not the girl, not the mother. But you know, each one of us has like certain like point of view, and after to, to learn the tolerance, patience. And give sometimes, maybe, maybe, this girl will be, find herself a Robertson. I'm not joking. It's possible. I saw in my life that people wasn't anything with religious and suddenly discovered the religious, somebody discovered the, the adult and become very, very firm. The only thing that we, we think, and I'm, I'm talking from a personal perspective, because, you know, it's, very, it's, uh, it's so unfair to judge other people because, first of all, I would either look, second, uh, what the parents, what are the parents, and third is uh, with all the, all the siblings. It's really ridiculous. I know, I know that all the Shatchanim, and I know that many, many, oh, you have to check here. and uh, But we forget one thing, that the only one, the only one that control this game is the Creator, Kadosh Baruch Hu. He is the only one. And I saw in my eyes so many so-called ridiculous zivugim, ridiculous matching, and it's working. So why are we coming to interfere with this? And we expecting to have that uh, from our son that going to gym and uh, I would say barely participate in in, in a praying to bring Mrs. Perfect, Mrs. Robertson, 
it is, it's fair. Let them go together. Let's go and achieve this. And beside this, I say I would say I would say, are, are we perfect? That's that your husband with a black hat and you are with a with a shaitel or, or cover. It's meaning that you are really, no. I cannot accept uh, the, the I cannot accept the girl that doesn't cover her hair will come to my house. This is this is something that really uh, it it's it's painful. It's ridiculous. I don't promote it, but whoever I promote tolerance, I promote. I be melamed schut, be be bring a good things, and you know, believe me. If the girl, if you are smart and you are really sincere about covering the air because Shem Shamaim and not because the neighbor or because all the environment around you, you, daughter in law, will cover her air very soon because she will see the sincerity and the amnestic of the lifestyle. But if you are funny, I'm sorry, you will get funny. You don't want funny daughter-in-law, at least she's not funny. She's telling the truth. It's very important to understand, you know, that uh, one thing that I can tell that we start talking about the issue about uh, uh, re- um, all this kind of history background and checking and the FBI and CIA and the Mossad background, who is the father, who is the mother, which kind of background, what what the brother doing this. And Machon Yesharim and all these things that we we try to, to replace our number one matchmaker, Akadosh Bahu. We're trying to put sticks in his wheel and not let run away. This is something that, uh, you know, we have to take it and uh, thinking about it. You know, if we're thinking about that, every single of our forefathers and our Hashuvim came from somehow not the best family in the world, I would say, you know, quotation. Avram took a lady that he knew she is not going to have a baby. Uh, yeah, it, it's like get his zivug from a Korean godfather, father, and uh, uh, head of the mafia brother, Rivka. Yaakov again, a father was nothing, nothing good about a brothers. The sibling was uh, again something that not you cannot even describe. And 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 Yaakov himself, what kind of a tachshit is he? His brother is a criminal. What kind of shiduch? What are you doing with this? What's going on? This guy, his, his brother, is out of the derech. Esav, oh, what a kind of this? And you want to marry? It was, doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. But we learn from the Torah this midah of. Mercy for the Kadosh Baruch Hu, that He giving us the option to see even in the worst situation the good, the spark, and we have to ignite it. We have to ignite it. We are not constantly cover it and basically took off the spark because we're thinking we are we we you know I am thinking 
that is not good for my do- and my my son of my my daughter and that it's ridiculous we have to jump on every opportunity to see if we have kind of i would say uh interest if you can kind of uh, attraction on on the this you know the chemistry between these let it go and don't make an obstacle don't make an obstacle let it go don't let it go and after after what happened your son or your daughter will blame you oh you interfere with my life you make me match make me make match make marry with uh this guy and he didn't want to go with this guy you just forced me this guy has the money this guy has a you know and you new car new the stuff and you uh, you know his parents is a very hashuf parents but the guy is not is not right or the opposite a very hashuf family the daughter but it's not it's not not it's not insurance you don't have a lifetime insurance it's reminded when we're talking about uh Uh, life insurance it's uh, basically the truth the, the right word to say it it's a death insurance when you're dead you get the insurance but it's not life insurance a- anyway <laughs> just the, beside the point that we are looking about the person that what the thinks yes what to do the only hour that loot is to make some kind of that loot yes it's important to make an loot the instant loot is to come and basically come and And come and pray on behalf in our our kids and our families and our children and all of our Israel that the Kadosh Baruch Hu will give us the option to see the right and the, the good stuff. This is something that uh, we have to, to, to understand. This is something that we have and our prayer pray is working. The praying is working. Okay, so let's put some music and uh, we'll continue after the music break. Amen. 
Good afternoon, everybody. This is Pesach Charney for the Bal Tshuva Show here on J-Rood Radio. And I hope everybody is having a wonderful Hanukkah, a good Rosh Chodesh, and you had a good Shabbos. So, Nisim, we had a triple header, an unusual triple header this past Shabbos. Shabbos, Rosh Chodesh, Hanukkah. It's powerful. And we had three Sifrei Torah. It's a beautiful event. Doesn't happen so often. So I think no, it should give uh, it should give us chizuk in uh, in Klal Yisrael, and um, it's nice to see all of the Hanukkah festivities, all of the Hanukkah lights in the windows. And when it gets dark, we need to bring a lot of light. Uh, into the darkness in the world. There's a lot of darkness in the world now. And it's very important that as Yidden we bring uh, light into the darkness. So that's quite an event, huh? It's you had event, the three Sifrei Torah. But it's also, you know, it's a little bit sad, you know, sad that uh, we finished the holiday. It's so quickly, right? <laughs> it's like yeah. all, all lifetime. That's how time us. works. Yeah. We are just uh, watchers. And trying to do some, to do active by the particip- participating with our Kudusha, we are changing the world. But it's, 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 you know, it's, it's sad a little bit, you know. You see, tonight will be the last di- night so quickly. Unbelievable, right? Right. We light the eighth candle tonight. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's, 
coming to an end quickly. And uh, then, you know, after we always have something to which to build up, you know, after Hanukkah, we're going to have Purim not far away. Yeah. And then Pesach, which is when I was born, on Shvishel Pesach, the seventh day of Pesach, Kriyas Yamsuf. So we're always building up. And from Pesach, we build up to Shavuos. Yeah. I got, again, the phone call from... Uh, um from one of the uh, our listeners, dear listeners, that uh, by the name of a brother, Yechia uh, Yoel, he just gave us some come into about Hanukkah. You know, Hanukkah, mm-hmm. if you do it uh, in a numerical value, the, the, the small numerical value, it becomes 26. Mm-hmm. And 26, we know this is Shem Hashem, and also it's built from uh, 13, 13 plus 13 is Ava and Ava, love and love, and Echad and Echad. And... 26, 2 and 6 is also 8. This are the 8 Nerot, and 8 is also the number above the, above the nature. Mm. Now, also, what I want to say, that uh, according to the Bin Yishchai, uh, today is the Rabbi Meir Balanes uh, Yorzeit, so it's good to light a candle. Wow, really? Yes. That's uh, so. Meir Balanes, first yeah. of Tevas. Yeah. I don't know, this is according to what I got the phone call. And second, now we're talking about it's uh, very nice. You know, we dealing that Yosef always was involved somehow with money. Mm-hmm. Well, they sold him with money. It was because they become the treasurer minister in, in Egypt, basically. So if we take uh, Yosef and uh, the Yud and make it uh, an, uh, a numerical value of full Yud, what's it called? Bimluo, Yud Vav Dalet, it's 20. So it's half, the letter half, and the end, what is ches, is samach and pay, it becomes kesef. And yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's beautiful uh, pirush, and uh, you know, you got it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, very thank to the listeners, and Bezat Hashem, Refua Shalema, Yoel Yechia. Refua Shalema, Refua Shalema. And Todah thank you. And also, Nisim, we have uh, coming up, the day after tomorrow, the yard site of Rav Chaim Leib Shmulevitz, oh, the Rosh Hashiva of Mir. Of Mir he who, was the leader in, in Shanghai. He was, he was yeah. like one of the, the power over there to all the all the kids over there. Tough time, but he was unbelievable. According to the stories. Uh, yeah. And it also says here that to his mother, Etel, was the daughter of Rav Yosef Yoizel Horowitz, the altar Navarduk. Mm-hmm. In 1920, both of his parents suddenly died, and Reb Chaim was left to care for his younger brother and two younger sisters. And he was a Torah giant, for sure. Um, so this is something very important to keep in mind. This is the day after tomorrow. Now, uh, remember we were talking, Nisim, there are... Um, there is a machlokas about uh, when Avraham Avinu's yard site was. Uh, one of the versions is that his yard site may have been the first of Tevis. According to others, his yard site is the first of Tishrei or of Nisan, according, according to Moed Katan 28a. Um, so I don't know. Um, but obviously Avraham Avinu <laughs> is, is uh, you know... The, the father know, of all yeah, Yedin, I know, I know one way or the other. According to some Midrash, it's ABR. Uh, okay, but this is Midrashim, and uh, 
Okay. Anyway, 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 it's anyway. good light, light candle for all these giants. And Shutam Tagen Bade, no, it's really something. They, their merit and their Shuyot uh, will be uh, upon us. And Bezal Shem will be see Mashiach when David has soon. Amen, amen. Now we also have um, in three days Rav Moshe Zev of Bialystok. He was the founder of Gemilas Chassad and base Midrash, Bialystok's most prominent Torah center, where Rav Meir Simchav Dvinsk learned after his marriage. Um, Rav Yaakov Shal Katzen, head of the New York Aleppo community from Syria, um, who died about 21 years ago. And um, he was obviously a very important figure, very important figure in the Sephardic Jewish community. Um, I mean, there's so many others, uh, including um, Rav Eliyahu Meir Bloch. This was on a few days before uh, Shabbos on the 28th of Kislev. He was actually born on Simchas Torah in the small Lithuanian city of Telsha to Rav Yosef Leib. Um, so this, uh, basically, uh, he helped to found uh, the yeshiva in Tells. Uh, in the Tells yeshiva in Cleveland when it was relocated to the United States. And that's another uh, nace. When you think of the nisim of Hanukkah, the nace of the re- resurgence of Torah life in this country after World War II. Um, who would have thought that this would happen? And um, this, is, this was an amazing, wonderful thing that happened. Um, another thing that's uh, written by uh, Chofetz Chaim and other Torah greats is the importance of learning Hilcha Shabbos, um, if possible, uh, during the week and a little bit on Shabbos. Very important. The Chofetz Chaim wrote that if you don't know Hilcha Shabbos, you're bound to, um, you know, be malabad, uh, one of the malachas of Shabbos, that you're bound to violate one of the aspects of Shabbos. And obviously, uh, as of the year, the importance of Ahavas Chesed, of doing kindness to your fellow Jew, and Ahavas Yisrael, to love your fellow Jew, and to give tzedakah, right? There's a special zechus to give tzedakah on Hanukkah, and um, then also within that category to give to Torah learning, as well as to needy Yidden, a very important uh, zechus. Uh, during Hanukkah. And, you know, just the act of sitting there and lighting the candles and looking at the candles, there is something so wonderful and spiritual and uh, deep and meaningful, Dveikus, about lighting the Hanukkah candle, saying the prayer, singing Maostzur, being with family and friends, and thinking about what's most important in life, in life and how to bring Hashem you know, you know, to I have a our paper, world. A paper with a lot of zgulot about Nirat Hanukkah. And um, quite a few. Let me just uh, refresh uh, our memory. First yes. of all, that uh, the Chida said that mm. it's good to look in the candles and ask from the Kadosh Baruch Hu to see in our fellow Jews the good things, not to yes. be critics. Look in these candles and see what kind of light and ask from Kadosh Baruch Hu, please, let me 
see the good on other people. This is number one. Number two is basically when the, uh, they said that the, when the light, the ganu, the light of ganu, the or ganus, the light that when Kadosh Baruch created the world and basically uh, was eating from us because we couldn't see uh, such a powerful light. And the first man, Adam, when 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 he saw that the light is disappear, he was scared. And uh, this is the time for us to look instant candles and ask also from Boreolam, from our Creator, please uh, take out all the fears that we have and let us just see only the good. Besides, it's a very, the, I think that the uh, Rabbi Mislonin is said that uh, this is time, good time for a uh, learn our, our education to pray for the kids that will be Shomer Mitzvot, observer Jews, and they uh, wouldn't be ashamed to be uh, observing Jews. This is uh, very important, and uh, for us, to the teacher, to the, to the parents, the teacher, not to feel abused by our children. This is very also important, not to feel abused by our children. And uh, it's Uzgula for Zibugim. People said it's yeah, Zibugim. And the, I think the, oh, the Rabbi Nachman said that this is the time of Biku of HaKadosh Baruch Hu come and visit his sick Neshamot. And this is time to pray for sick people. Fatanefesh, mm-hmm. Rutafaguf. And beside, you know what? Stand in front of the Hanukkah, in front of the Menorah. For half an hour, it's not, it's not much. Make you, med- I would say, meditation. Make your own personal request. And cautious, will, yes. Yeah, and it will be uh, it, easier to, uh, you know, you feel feel that a big stone come uh, getting from you out, and if you if you have any 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 problems, I would say this is very big zgula to connect yourself with the light of the candle. And remember also, we don't have any control about the burning. So let our children grow up and let them give them their own light. Just watch them growing up and trying to direct them, but not more. You cannot you cannot touch it. You cannot interfere with their lighting. And it's very a big lessons to look on the, this Hanukkah. Yes, I agree. And, you know, it's interesting if you just think about the aspects of the light I think also, you know, when we smell the Besamim for Havdalah, it's physical, but it's not physical. Because the light of the Hanukkah light, it is physical, but it isn't physical, right? It's not a solid, it's not a liquid, and it has this spiritual power. Uh, Some people uh, feel it's easier to relate to the idea there's some sort of ancestral memory, some sort of connection Lador Vador, down through the generations, you know? And there's something very beautiful and powerful about that. And, you know, in all of the rush and hustle bustle and all the challenges and, you know, the Nisyonos that we have in this world, to have, you know, this ability to, you know, just take some time and think about what's most important in life, it's a very special thing. And actually, that's one of the beautiful things about the short Shabbos. I mean that the Shabbos starts early, is that it's time that you can spend with family, with friends, 
with Torah learning. You have that extra time. Now, of course, it's not the extra time to get ready, but it's the <laughs> extra time once <laughs> once Shabbat starts. This is once really Shabbat different. starts. <laughs> not to get ready, but that's... Uh, then you have more time in the summer for that. But then you have other challenges because in the summer, right, it's more of a challenge with the children, right? Because uh, if you have young children, for them to stay up late for the Shabbos lighting, you know, that can be a bit of a challenge. Whereas now you have early lighting, which makes it easier with the young children. Yes, uh, I tell you I, I would. I, I said in my show because it's supposed to be in a, a misibat odaya, and uh, I said, you know, we eating and finish the bekat amazon and everything. I said, you know, let, let me rest a little bit until uh, <laughs> we go over there, and then I fall asleep. <laughs> and uh, okay, so it's also you know it's so intense day, you know, just running. In if you if you prepare, bringing all the stuff before Shabbat, prepare the candle, prepare the sudash tishit. For the, for the, you know, everything is like a guy, uh, you know, running, running, running. Oh, it's tiring. It's tiring day. And besides, the Baruch Hashem. <laughs> and, you know, speaking of the theme of the miracle of oil, the cruise of oil, that we celebrate, uh, their Chazal that talk about how we celebrate the first day because of the miracle that we found it. And then we celebrate the seven additional days of light from the one cruise of oil, which was designed for one day of oil, with the seven other additional days of Hanukkah. You, uh, you're touching the, you know, that uh, Maran Bet Yosef, I think it's, he wrote a book about it. I think 500 mm -hmm. reasons why, 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 why is eight days and not seven and all this. Right. Uh, answers. So... It's an interesting question. And, um, you know, there are so many interesting writings uh, by rabbis on the significance of Hanukkah. It's, it's hard to know where to start. Um, I also want to mention that another important thing to keep in mind during Hanukkah is the safety, the safety of all family members. And um, it's very important to keep this in mind in terms of the, the Hanukkah candles and also, obviously, the lights, but also the oil that's used to cook latkes and things like this to make sure that uh, children in the family are safe and that um, when the Hanukkah candles are lit, you have some sort of... I mean, I know these things uh, most people have in mind, but just uh, as a reminder that, uh, you know, you have it in a safe place so that in case the candles fall, you know, you have some metal around it. And I know that where I was for the Hanukkah candle lighting, where children are, you know, they have such a wonderful time with lighting the candles and hearing the story of Hanukkah and the, the miracles and the military victory and um, how we could persevere spiritually as Yidden, and but on the same hand to make sure that the children uh, don't play with the uh, Hanukkah candles uh, once they're lit. And um, you know there are just uh, so many 
wonderful aspects uh, of Hanukkah. I remember uh, growing up how we would recite Maos Tzur and light the Hanukkah candles as a family and how much that meant to me and uh, the importance of Hanukkah gelt and being close to your parents and to your brothers and sisters. Um, it's such a nice time uh, for family to get together. And also a powerful in this Parsha, Nisim, about Yosef Atzadik and questions about, for instance, um, the lessons that he imparted to his brothers and to Yidden. But uh, interesting questions in analyzing the Parsha. For instance, why did he say to his brothers that they were spies? Right? Why did he put the uh, money back in the sacks? Why did he put the goblet in the sack? And then he and then he had, you know, then there was this worry of Yaakov and of Benjamin and all of these questions. What what is your what are your thoughts about that, Nisim? I think, I think, first of all, that uh, you cannot uh, look at this uh, segment of the Torah without seeing the end of HaKadosh Baruch Hu running the show. Of course. You know, this is like something that... Something that... Uh, a second. Uh, sorry. Something that... Uh, you know, everybody is planning his own plans, you know, and then the end, what happened? Nothing is wrong with the, you know, nothing go with the plan correctly. And here you see that uh, we spoke about last week about the father sent Yosef to to make peace with his brothers, and it was was a, a, the opposite, come opposite. The brother, one of the brother, want to save Yosef. One of the brother, the brother want to kill him. That's and and they sold him. Everything that the master plan was that Yosef has to go to Egypt to be over there the pioneer and prepare the, the ground for bringing the Israelite of Israel to to the land of uh, you know the Egypt and being over there as slaves and and go out a big time you know which basically uh, shows the power of the creator of Kadosh Baruch Hu to all over the world and show us and this is we touching the point what is all about to be a Jewish uh, person that being part part of the six hundred thousand human beings uh, adults with another like three million ladies and children and slaves witnesses this huge miracle so huge event in life. That I would say, hopefully, that we re we see soon some kind of uh, these miracles. Amen. But uh, I'm telling you, this is something that uh, all about being Jewish. And this looking about, I'm looking at this parasha, this segment about that everything is like planned from the Kadosh Baruch Everything running, and yes, Chachamim said about measure and measurement. You know, he took the the brother, put him in a jail, like they put him here. They sold, they they, they gave them money back. Because he want to show to show that they sold him with the money, they let them fear, and be the beauty about this parasha, I think, that suddenly, suddenly, we are you know let's let's say we are normal human beings seeking the truth, right? Right. We're looking the truth, 
And many times, many times, we're looking at the truth and we're thinking that I'm right. I'm thinking I'm right. And the other, guy, the other side is patiently and, and, and running so forcefully. No, he's right. And, you know, like you, we're seeing every day, every day in our in the political lives, in, in our homes, on, you know, religious. Everybody is like, I'm right, I'm right, you're wrong, I'm right. <laughs> and where... Where is leading to us? You know, what 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 is taking to us? You know, that shows that is it too is yeah, you have many emet, many, many MS, many truths, or we have only one that we don't know how to look for this. Um what do you say, Pesach? I want I want to ask you your opinion. What do you think? That suddenly, you know, people and we spoke about also many times about it, you know, spoke with with Greek Christians, with Muslims. Mm-hmm. Well, you claim that you you God is is the right. You 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 New Testament is the right. Right. You the Quran is the right. And what what happened here? What happened here? What is the truth? And between us himself, between our, our ourselves, you know, oh I'm right, he's wrong, he's wrong, I am he's right, I'm wrong. Which which way is coming? So I'm telling you, we're taking it to uh, the Yosef brothers that they were hundred percent sure that Yosef deserved to die, right? In the in the first segment of the Torah, right? You know? That he, they judge him, they court martial him basically, and basically judge him to a death. And what happened? Suddenly, after twenty two years, they see. What happened to them? They somebody somebody uh, accused him as a spy. Somebody accused him accused him that they they are uh, coming to take over, and someone take and put them in a jail. What's going on? Mm-hmm. And then they realize realize you know all these things come to us because we were wrong. It's because we sold our brothers. It's amazing to see a, a self-responsibility or acceptance about fault, things that they were thinking that they was right, and now they say, I'm, we, we're wrong. We didn't listen to our brothers. Even if right. they're 22. Yes. And that's what we, Joseph wanted to hear. He wanted to hear that it's they, they have kind of responsibility and being staying one unit, for example, with Benjamin, what happened with Benjamin and uh, and this? They could say, you know, leave us alone. You been you start screaming at Benjamin. Why you did it? How you did it? Why you took it? No, they were standing behind him, hundred percent, and that was the beauty. That was the beauty about seeing the truth, seeing that the the real family and unity, and. Without, you know, maybe, maybe, I don't know, maybe the brothers thought maybe Benjamin did it. It could be, you know. What do you think? Mm-hmm. But they didn't show it up. You just basically that. I know, I know many times that we're facing, uh, let's say that's in, in, in classroom or even, you know, even in the, if you have any, any kids who, who broke this uh, item. Oh, the first reaction is not me, not me, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, not me, I'm not, you know. Uh, so this, this is something that you have. To take in consideration and see that to teach uh, uh, us, teach us that maybe, maybe, many times we're wrong and the other side is right. Maybe how to judge, how to judge other stuff, how to look and listen to the other people. Right. Listen to, open your eyes and open the ears and a nose and just see 
maybe, maybe I'm wrong. And I'm fighting against it so strongly. But I'm maybe I'm wrong. This leads us back to what is all about Yiddishkeit. What would be to be a, a, a Jewish person is basically follow our Chachamim root. We have Shulchan Aruch, you know? Mm-hmm. You have the Maran Bet Yosef that give us the instruction from the single moment that you open your eyes. Mm-hmm. And be like a lion, be like a tiger, and just get up on the bed, make make wash your hand, wash your, you know, make a blessing. It's, it's amazing, you know, it's like you have instruction. I am not existing. It's the Chachamim that follow us and give us and I'm telling you, it's very difficult. It's very difficult to, to cancel, like, my ego right. to other people. And it's said that Yosef Atzadik did all of these things, L'Shem Shemayim, not for himself, yeah. but for the he, honor of Hashem. It's not said. It's not said. It's, it's, it's he realized, he's the only person, I would say, that he realized that I call it Tova. Everything is for good. He didn't took it, it one time that he was falling apart when he asked the the, the, the minister of uh, the Mashkim, uh, the, the minister of the, the beverages, <laughs> to to rem- rem- remember him. But it's not. I don't think this is the issue. Remember, it's not the issue that you can ask. We are making ishtadlut about it. You know, so many right. people talking about ishtadlut. I think the the punishment is because. He basically mentioned his past that he was, uh, you know, unfortunately didn't do nothing. And this, instead of saying, just remember me, I would say, I would say, I wouldn't get the two years extra. Right, right. I want to mention a few practical things related to Hanukkah that uh, come from Hever Hatzala and the Torah Safety Commission that first and foremost for Hanukkah safety, teach your children that fire is dangerous, it can maim and destroy. When deciding where to place your Hanukkah menorah, consider the following. Are your cur- are, the- are there curtains close by? Will children be running around? Supervise your youngsters when they handle matches and candles, wicks. Once the fire is lit, place the menorah out of your children's reach. Children bring home beautiful projects on Hanukkah that they wish to display near the menorahs. If they are flammable, either tape them up to the wall or put them aside so so that they do not catch fire. During Hanukkah, many foods are fried in hot oil. Try to use the back burners for this purpose. When you walk away from the stove, even if for a moment, turn the handles inward to prevent the pan from accidentally being pulled down by a curious toddler. House fires tend to occur more often during the winter months. Prepare an escape plan and occasionally rehearse it with your family. First aid for burns, this is for immediate care only. The adult should decide whether an ambulance must be called or a doctor consulted. When in doubt, call Hatsola. Begin cooling the burn as soon as possible. A first-degree burn that is left untreated can quickly become a second- or third-degree burn. Cool the burn by running cold, not freezing water on the affected area or by covering the area with a cold, wet towel. Occasionally re-immerse the towel in cold water as the burn warms the cloth. Burns, regardless of the cause, have to be cooled for a minimum of 20 minutes. The hotter the skin, the longer the cooling process. 
Make sure that the burn has been successfully cooled before applying burn creams. It is advisable that any burn to an infant, child, or the elderly that affects the face, head, chest, abdomen, or back should be considered an emergency. And remember to check the batteries in your smoke detectors. Okay? So, uh, important safety reminders for Hanukkah. And also, it's uh, there's actually a... Uh, some uh, a writing from Noda Yehuda about the importance in the Zahus of Hanukkah to not talk during davening. And I heard over from Rabbi Eliezer Ginsburg that uh, we have uh, manifestations of Antiochus in our lives today. And one of them is, uh, you know, the cell phone and uh, certainly its improper use, for instance, during davening in shul. And the best, of course, is not to bring the cellular telephone into the shul. The Noda Yehuda writes, There is no bigger rebellion against Hashem than talking in shul. It is like the Greeks that defiled the Mizbeach, and it is like planting a cross in the Hechel of the Beis Mikdash. This is extremely serious. It's time we stop. By doing so, we will be Zohar to see Yeshua's in our community, and uh, it can be done now in honor of Hanukkah. And um, also, uh, Rabbi Ginsburg has a project where you can get, uh, where you can order uh, cellular telephone lockers so that uh, you have a safe place where you can keep it under lock and key and keep the key so that when you go into the base midrash, you don't have your cellular telephone. He also has some uh, very interesting thoughts on Hanukkah. Uh, Rabbi Eliezer Ginsburg who's Rav of Agudas Yisrael Snif Zichron Shmuel and Rosh HaKolol and the Mir Yeshiva. And um, he's also um, the Rosh Yeshiva at uh, Yeshiva Zichron Lehman, Linden, New Jersey. Um, he talks about how Hanukkah illuminates lives. And he says that it's apparent that the main focus of the Yom Tov of Hanukkah is, in, is on Hadlokos Haneros, you know, in the actual lighting of the candles. In reality, there is much more depth, right, Devekas, to the Hadlaka than just lighting the candles. The Simcha we feel during Hanukkah is because the Hadlaka lights up the darkness that surrounds us. And I'm saying that we have a lot of uh, darkness in the world, that our responsibility, it's our responsibility as Yidden to light up the world and do Torah mitzvahs as uh, shluchim, as messengers of Hashem. One of the major sources of our darkness today is losing our sensitivity to things which were obvious hashkafic principles and safeguards in previous generations. In our times, many of these are completely forgotten. These were instituted and upheld as a separation between Klal Yisrael and the nations of the world. Even children knew that certain things are goyish and off-limits to them. Nowadays, such a criteria is not even utilized. In the times of the Greeks, they attempted, sometimes too successfully the Greeks, the Yavanim, to break down our barriers, thereby cre- threatening the existence of Kalal Yisrael. And I would note that Rav um, Avigdor Miller spoke about the importance of Havdalah, of separating the holy, what is uh, holy, what is what we're supposed to do as Yidden, and what are the ways of the Goyim, and that we should not imitate the ways of the Goyim. And that's not to say that Goyim don't do good things, and we do have righteous Gentiles, and we should recognize those people. But as Jews, we're supposed to live as Jews, as the Torah tells us, and these are uh, Hashem's instructions to us. 
Purim is a time of partying and feasting, whereas Hanukkah is, this is Rabbi Ginsburg again. Purim is a time of partying and feasting, whereas Hanukkah is a time of spiritual rejoicing. The reason for this difference may be because in the time of Purim, we participated in their feast. So we rectify this by making our own feast. And by the way, I'm saying on Purim, what is so unbelievable and incredible and tremendous about Purim is it is when we fully, voluntarily, willingly accept uh, Hashem's Torah as ours, as Jews. On Shavuos, we take it, we accept Hashem's Torah as ours, as Yidden, but under some duress. Purim, we accept it fully voluntarily. And we also, of course, have the miracle of uh, Purim and what occurred and how we were saved as Yidden and how Hashem helped to save us then. So now Rabbi Ginsburg continues and says, On Hanukkah, however, we brought their feast into our homes, so we rectify this by not focusing on feasting. The limitation of certain goyish foods and ways of life is a major lesson of Hanukkah. Today it is sushi and similar non-Jewish foods that have been welcomed by many Jews, a clear assimilation of lifestyles. In those times it was Greek delicacies, today it is from many other countries. Today we have disco music at our weddings sprinkled with some Jewish words. Then it was Greek bands playing at Jewish weddings. Today it is non-Sneas clothing being worn by many Jewish women. Then it was following the Greek dress styles and all its ramifications and, you know, what, what uh, effects and implications it had on us and our, how we lived our lives. And Rabbi Ginsburg continues, Today it's wasting time at a Brooklyn or Manhattan stadium. Then it was the Greek Colosseums. During Hanukkah, the candle lighting gives us clarity to discern, to be able to tell the difference between right and wrong, between lightness and dark, Right. And Rabbi Ginsburg continues, During the entire year, the Das Torah of Gedola Yisrael, the knowledge of the great, of the Torah greats, is what lights up our lives and provides a beacon in the dark Golos, the dark exile uh, that we're living in now until Moshiach comes, you know, please Hashem soon. By following their words of wisdom of the uh, Gedola Yisrael and their spiritual warmth, we attain, attain clarity for the proper derech, the proper path in life. In recent years, we lost Maram Harav Alyashev Zatzal, one of the great luminar- greatest luminaries that we were privileged to have, someone who through his light and wisdom connected us to the generations that had true clarity, who were destroyed in the Holocaust, in the Shoah. I was fortunate to have the Zahus, the merit of being taken into his inner circle and to observe him closely every summer for many years. I witnessed firsthand how he stood as a firm wall and light of inspiration, Right? Uh, to ensure that Kalal Yisrael remains holy and pure. When the Iron Curtain fell uh, in the former Soviet Union, Rav Yashov wrote a comprehensive tshuva, clearly defining the halachic rules and regulations pertaining to the Russian immigrants. He showed how even Ahavas Yisrael had firm limitations when it came to halachic requirements. He vividly portrayed how the separation between Yidden and Goyim must always be upheld, regardless of emotions and pressure. If we bring the illumination of Hanukkah into our homes and families throughout the year by inculcating, in other words, in internalizing the lessons of our Gedolim, of our Torah greats, we will be living Hanukkah all of our lives. We will be emulating Matisyahu and his sons who stood up with great Messiris Nefesh, 
to stem the tide of assimilation and through their purity prevented the Greek customs from infiltrating our culture. And by the way, in the time of the uh, late 1800s, it was Rav Samson Raphael Hirsch, right, who was trying, who, who did, made great, who, who, who accomplished great things in stemming the tide of assimilation among Yidden in Germany and in Europe. So Rabbi Ginsburg continues, Hashem. Okay, so he's talking about stemming the tide of assimilation and what Matisyao and his sons did. And then he, Rabbi Ginsburg says, through their purity prevented the Greek customs from infiltrating our Jewish culture. Hashem will certainly give us the zehus, the merit of being eternal people, as proven by Matisyahu Uvanov. The Greek culture is gone, but the menorah and its message still burns brightly. Which of these societies remains? Only the Jewish society, right? So this is very important. And for anyone who is listening, who, um, you know, who is uh, at a shul that uh, decides the leadership of the shul that they would like a cellular telephone locker uh, or a yeshiva, uh, you know, according to the leadership of the yeshiva would like a cellular telephone or locker, uh, you can call 718-645-4698, Rabbi and Rebetz and Ginsburg. Also, um, Nisim, do you happen to remember the number for Hatzalah in case anybody doesn't have it, in case they have any emergency related to Hanukkah lights, the burns, anything like that? Hopefully we don't need it, of course. Hopefully we don't need it. I want to talk about yes. the cell phone in the shul. Yes, yes. We spoke about so many times. Just do yourself a favor. Don't bring the telephone to the shul. It's a big, you know, you arm yourself. When you go to the shul with a phone, you arm yourself. You arm yourself, you're shooting yourself in the leg. It's like you are, I, I, I know that you, you're like a spitting uh, in, a, in, a, in the world that you're drinking from it. You know, we're coming to talking with, the, with our creator. We're talking with, want to talk with him. And then we, what happened? We just... We just don't care, you know. In the minute you have a phone, just you forget what, what you're doing. Oh, here's the number, Nisim, for Hatzala. God forbid, Chatz Shalom in case of emergency. It's 718-387-1750. That's 718-387-1750. And anybody that would like to make comments about Hanukkah or anything else we've discussed today on the show, here, Pesach Charney with Nisim Lazari on the Balchuva show on JRoot Radio, you can call 718-683-5858 or text 347-927-8398. I also want to encourage people to contribute to JRoot Radio if you enjoy the wonderful Toradika programming and music on JRoot Radio. It is tax deductible. You could text in a pledge at 347-927-8398, or you can send a check payable to JRoot, J-R-O-O-T, one word, and then radio, second word, to 2829 Nostrand Avenue, N-O-S-T-R-A-N-D Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, one one two two nine, correct, Nisim? Correct. Okay, I want twenty nine Ostrand Avenue. Yeah, and this is again we still repeat about uh, tax deductible and yes. the tax time, right? Yes. I don't understand this. Believe me, I have one phone call that we get. Yes. Uh, uh, the same, the same Talmid Chacham, Yoel Yichia Ben Chana, Rafa Shlema. 
He said that in this parasha we have kenimatim. Many times they use the word kenimatim. Uh, we kenimanachnu, we are, we are truthful. And he said this is the initial of when, when we're talking all this all about the brothers, right? That it's initial of kach nimkar, ken nimkar yosef lamitzrayim. You know, if you're taking this, it's very ken nimkar yosef lamitzrayim. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Very powerful. I wanted to ask you, Nisim. You know, I was telling you, I was reading an article about um, Jewish children who are brought up from, who go off the derech. And this is a, this is a nisayan that we have to live with and we have to struggle with and battle against. And we work hard to overcome it. And many different people, many different groups work on this. I know you, Nisim, are involved with this uh, as well. Um what are your thoughts on that? What do you think can be most helpful to our Jewish children to bring them back on the derech and the ones that might be teetering on the edge of going off the derech? Okay. I would say the only one word. And it's very, it's, it's, it sounds very simple. It's, it's only Ava. Love, love, and love. In this given, you know, we, we said about tolerance, you know, about I spoke before about a mother that approached me that uh, a boy bring a, a a girl that she's not supposed she doesn't want to cover her hair after the wedding and stuff like this. So the thing that we 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 expecting from other other people what we are not. First of all, so be, it's unrealistic. It's, uh, uh, unrealistic, sometimes. and I would say like this, you know, yourself. I, I would say I repeat it hundred hundred some times, you know. Yosef, when he faced this gorgeous lady in front, you know, and she trying to seduce him, what he saw in his face, he saw his father's face, right? He couldn't betray him. Right. Why? Because one word, I would say, was one word. The, the word was, the word was, Yaakov av et Yosef, and Jacob loved Yosef. You know, when somebody feels really the love of parents, love of the mechanchim, love, he cannot do something against it, you know. But when you see rejection and reject you uh, all the way, and you, you, you create a monster, you get, you know, you, and I said this, many, many of us don't know how to express love to our children, to other people. It, it's no such a thing, person without love. Right, but how to express it? How to express it? You know, but no. But you know, I need that a, a born a newborn to up to hundred and twenty years old person. They need the love because rejection is the worst feeling in the world. Rejection. Well, kind just, felt this way. Yeah, exactly. In terms so, of kind and every everyone everyone that felt rejected feel, by Hashem. You know, there's the famous story about the Chafetz Chaim with with Melamed. You know, we spoke about it that. He couldn't speak with one of the Melamed over there. The Melamed asked him, why you don't speak with me? So I told him, listen, you remember this libeler, this young boy that you kicked, kicked out from the, your, your cheder? He said, yes, he was criminal. He was born. He said, no, 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 you know what? This guy become now Lep Trotsky. Because of you, he didn't out to you. So this is a big lesson to all of us. You have to be us. very careful as very, 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 teachers very, very, very with children. Careful. You know, I want to tell you, it's the same, the same token. We go to now to Putin. You know yeah. Putin? Right. He just, I, I, have, I have an article about it, that he remember 
His parents basically didn't care about him. He was starving. He couldn't eat. He couldn't eat. So who took care of him? The Jewish neighbor. The Jewish right, neighbor. I, heard about, I just him. heard about this too. And beside it, and he remember that he remember his teacher, the Jewish lady that encouraged him and pushed him and gave him the, 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 the attention and love. To to be worthy now, he said, "I all my all my uh, appreciation is to the Jewish people." So it's that's amazing. why he's friendly to the Jews. You know, I, you know, like Kadosh Baruch Hu running the show, as we say, we know that yeah, Levim Melachim Kadosh Baruch Hu. So we don't know exactly what it is, but you see that is something inside of him that he cannot arm a Jew yeah. person. That's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. So this is this is we have to learn this. You know, Yosef the same exactly the same. You know, Yosef here, he knew that the love, he knew that he couldn't betray his father. And he knew this is the demuna, that's the demuna about it. And there's something in terms of um, how we work with our children in yeshivas. Yeah. And this, how the this. parents interact with the children that can help them to stay on the derech and help them if they go off the derech to bring them back. Because yes. a lot of these children have emotional scars that need to be healed. Yeah. And that's a that's a challenge. And... Obviously, Hashem was right that he preferred the um, what Hevel had to offer, but it was difficult for Cain. Yes. Anyway, I want to thank everybody for listening to the Balchuva show here with Pesach Charney. I'm here with Nisim Lazari um, on JRoot Radio, and I hope you have a meaningful rest of Hanukkah and a good Chodesh and a good week. All the best. Thank you for thank listening. You.